News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reikley. Yeah, Ben's got the day off, but welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. Mr. Craig DeFazio is back. Good morning. You're supposed to be a lawyer, right? Uh, you know, I do a lot of things, so uh, I do I do a little less of that. But anyways, good morning to you. Parenting, business person, yep. right? Business yep. person, that's yep. a good name for yep. it. A little volunteer work here in the community. Um, so, good Catholic? I try to be. <laughs> and I see you over at St. Pius, uh, their crisis team's working hard. Are you part of their crisis yeah, they, team? Yeah, they have a crisis outreach group, which uh, has been extremely busy here in the last month. Um, a lot of people call last minute saying, uh, they need assistance with transportation, diapers, um, homelessness. So there's a lot of that in the community. You're helping I'm out. St- yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, here we get. You know, I see that more and more around here where individuals, um, I don't know how to describe this. I'm going to call them the haves, right, mm-hmm. for, for lack of a better phrase. It's probably a terrible one. But folks that have enjoyed any abundance in their lives, sharing more, just not, no agencies, no government help, just helping folks, putting them up, driving mm-hmm. them around getting them cars, uh, you know. There's a lot of that that goes on, and hats off to all those people who help that are sort of behind the scenes helping people uh, through crises. Okay. Yeah, and I don't think we see it. Uh, you know, we'll talk to the homeless shelter or we'll talk to human service agencies, but we miss this undercurrent. Mm-hmm. This is what uh, George H.W. Bush called the thousand points of light mm, that, are, that are out there. I do remember that night. I promise I won't raise taxes. <laughs> well, okay, so you remember the rest of the speech. <laughs> I, I stuck with the points of light. So, But anyway, so okay, well, good. Well, maybe you're one of the points of light he was well. talking about, so good for you. So that's that. All right, so Craig DeFazio, Good Snyder County resident also with us today. Uh, we're going to enjoy open phones over on the other side of the glass. Rob Center is there, our fabulous producer, so we can talk to him uh, momentarily. On the market, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street, Sunbury, routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. We'll have some more to say about them as the hour progresses. Our phone line now open, 570-743-9565. That's 570-743-WKO. Okay. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com, and you can text us at 70236, include the keyword OTM. Let's see if folks want to talk about some things in the national news. We got DeSantis versus Disney, latest chapter Disney uh, scuttles a billion-dollar plan that they had, but they say it was just market conditions that led to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ron DeSantis is going to announce for presidency on March 24th, which is Wednesday to you and us. CBS is talking about that. And... Uh, uh, let's see what else. So debt ceiling negotiations. CBS talking about some of the things that are being talked about. Uh, uh, let's see. Redeeming some of the unspent COVID funds. And this whistleblower's back in the news. What, what did that individual do lately? Well, there are uh, at least... What I'm aware of is there was two uh, whistleblowers that came forth uh, that worked for the FBI and worked for the the, uh, the FBI and basically um, called them out and said, look, you know, um, there's sort of a, a system in place whereby the executives are getting paid a little bit more money uh, for the uh, greater number of investigations that are on their books in their regional offices. So if they open up more investigations, they get a little bit of a bonus. So that's causing more and more people to be under investigation. Okay, so and this relates to uh, Russian hoax? No, I think it relates to 
for school anybody. boards being uh, parents being uh, investigated who are going to school boards. Um, Christians that are going to church being uh, investigated. Uh, this this theme of white supremacy being the greatest threat to our democracy, which allows this very broad statement, which allows more investigations of really anybody you deem as a white supremacist can be investigated. And so it's really turning our um, uh, the FBI against us as individuals, especially if people are getting paid. So this is a J. Edgar Hoover kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And the weaponization of the FBI is one of the things House Republicans are looking into. Is that where we're finding out? Correct. Stuff? Correct. I got you. Okay. Well, to be continued, one mm -hmm. of our first callers lists that as his topic. Stan, one of our great first callers on most shows. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Good morning. Uh... Got a question. Don't know if you have the answer, but uh, when a whistle, an FBI agent becomes a whistleblower against the FBI, do you think it's the FBI that should be the ones determining whether they are an actual whistleblower? <laughs> well, the fox says anything that goes on in the hen house is okay, so it's all right. <laughs> because during the hearing yesterday. Uh, Wasserman Schultz, I don't remember what her first, Debbie, I think it is, Debbie Wasserman Schultz out of Florida, says that these men are not whistleblowers because the FBI says they are not whistleblowers. That's bunk. <laughs> well, that, that's, that's what Jim Jordan basically told her. She was full of it because the law says otherwise. Because, hey, they, they have firsthand knowledge, whereas the Charmello guy that uh, was the, quote, whistleblower against Trump during Ukrainian phone call impeachment, he heard his information secondhand. So in all actuality, he wasn't a whistleblower, but they treated him like a whistleblower. He's so, just a tattler. You know, what? <laughs> He's just a tattler. He's not a whistleblower. Well, I mean, he uh, he didn't hear it, not, uh, the information firsthand. There's a difference. You have to hear stuff firsthand, from my understanding, to be a whistleblower. You have to witness it or whatever. Because if you're not, you're just taking somebody's word. You know, you know how stories get started, right, Mark? You know, gossip. You know, it starts at one person that says one thing, and by the end of ten people, the story's totally changed. I thought he was on the call. I thought there was a lot of people on the call, and I thought he was also no, on the call. That, no, Vinman was on the call. Oh, Vinman, you're right. You're correct. Carmelo wasn't. You're correct. So, and I, and I don't know how Charmello, you know, what his relationship, I think he was had some sort of relationship with Vinman as far as being friends or something like mm -hmm. that, and he's the one that went instead of Vinman. And mm -hmm. then Vinman, you know, he puffed his chest out and says, yep, this is what it is, because, hey, he didn't do it the way I said he should have done it as far as Ukraine goes. But that's a whole other story. But that's, that was my point. You know, since when does the agency that's being accused of wrongdoing get to determine who the whistleblower is? Right. Right. I, I think it's, it's reflective of where we are in our political culture right now um, when someone can come forward and express what they see as a wrongdoing and we take sides. I mean, just immediately seeing them take sides. <laughs> That's just... Well, it was the same with COVID vaccines well, and COVID itself. Uh, yeah. You know. Well... Well, that's a whole other story we won't get into. But, you know, the, yesterday during the hearings, you know, they got uh, Cash Patel, I believe, is the, used to be a, in the intelligence agency for Trump. I forget the exact title he was. Suppose he had some organization, and one of the congressmen asked the one of the witnesses, one of the FBI agents, I don't know which one, whether or not he received money from Patel. He says, yeah, from his organization, I did receive some donations because at the time, the FBI had transferred him mm -hmm. to where out west, 
because, and then they suspended him, and they had moved. I get, you know, the government in a move like that will pay for the move, and they put it in a moving van and they move it. Well, they had evidently put it in storage, and they would not release his goods, his property, for over six weeks. And he was in Wisconsin, where it's a little chilly in the winter. So his family had just the clothing on their back, none of their possessions. They were all being held by the FBI. So he was basically indigent because he was homeless because he had sold his home where he was to move to where the new assignment was supposed to be. And then they, you know, suspended him or I don't know. I don't think they fired him because I don't think it's not legal to fire, quote, uh, a whistleblower. But mm -hmm. they can suspend him and do whatever. Mm -hmm. So the, the man was without income, without a home, and without his property. Mm -hmm. And this was all on, under the FBI. Mm -hmm. The FBI did that to punish him. Mm-hmm. So he was taking, you know, some donations from Cash Patel, which, you know, of course, that was a Trump guy. So, you know, we can't have that. So this is all, you know, they're trying to weave that into the mix. Mm -hmm. And you did just doing this because, you know, you're being paid to do it. Mm -hmm. Do we have to dismantle the FBI from top to bottom to stop this weaponization? Top to bottom, not the top, for sure, the way it sounds. <laughs> okay, the top, for sure. The bottom, well, who knows? I mean, the, the field agents, I'm sure there's some many good ones. There's probably some bad ones because the bad ones are the ones that will go along with the stuff that the top ones tell them to do that is illegal. You know, you, you, I, I'd like somebody to tell me why the IRS is investigating Mr. Hunter Biden, his uh, tax records and all that for tax fraud in Delaware, that the DOJ stepped in and told the IRS, you have to get rid of all these people because the one guy leading the thing was a whistleblower saying things aren't right. They're, they're, they're telling us not to do certain things. They removed the whole team. So, There's a problem there. So let me let me just back up to the, the FBI whistleblowers. Jim Jordan said that really um, the legislative body can't just dismantle the FBI, but they do have the power over the purse. So exactly. I, I do think that um, you will see uh, uh, whether it's the next appropriation uh, or, or whatnot, they, they will lose some money in various areas until they correct themselves. Until they're significant. And I think they claim to have undergone some reforms, but who knows? I, and it's a secret I have another question. Yes, sir. Okay. Who created the FBI? It wasn't the Constitution. It was created by the government, which would have been the legislative branch, correct? Back in the day, yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, yes, they can dismantle it and get rid of it. If the legislature creates it, they can make it go away. The Congress giveth and the Congress taketh away. Yeah, I don't know that's how right. difficult... They do it with the funds. I understand that to start with. Mm -hmm. But they, they should be able to go in there and make law. Now, I know right now nothing would happen because of the squatter in the White House. But... Uh, and, and the Senate, Senate's did, a whole other problem. Did you say squalor in the White House? Squatter. Oh, squatter. <laughs> squatter. Either way. Either squatter. Way. Let's get that. S-Q-U-A-D-E-R. <laughs> or maybe there's two T's in there. But anyways. So that needs to happen. But, it, yeah, definitely the funds need to go away. Especially, and some people need to be fired. Or, P, I don't know if they can impeach the director of the FBI. Well, he's, not, he's not a cabinet. He's a hire. And this correct? is more than President Trump could clean up during his short time and more than the Bushes could clean up during their time. Well, it seems to be that way. I okay. mean, they were the FBI was weaponized against Trump for six years. That's a fact. Proven. 
right? Norm's report just proves that, that they were weaponized against Trump. They knew what everything that they were investigating for was a lie, yet they continued. So only time will tell what happens. But, yeah, they, they're, they're, their uh, funds severely need to be restricted. We, we need, I, we really do need term limits. Uh, you know, I think that's the answer to a lot of this. Uh, if you had term limits, I think you wouldn't have such longstanding relationships with people that run the government. And you'd have new voices, new ideas, I, I don't disagree with that, except for one thing. The guys in charge or the upper echelon, the FBI, there are certain levels, like the FBI director, okay? He has to be approved from Congress, right? My understanding. They ask the Congress, their Senate has to approve his appointment. But a lot of these guys just are holdovers. They continue, you know, and, and the government agencies, they're holdovers down in the lower levels. And they're, they're of like mind. So unless you clean them up every now and then, it's just going to continue because the politicians only can wield so much power. But these agencies, they do it all behind closed doors and in the shadows. Right. All right. We got you, sir. Thank you. I'll have a great day. Thank hey, you, yeah, Thank you very much. All right. Well, to be continued, big, t- big national topic, weaponization of the FBI and the Justice Department, other investigators, more than President Trump could undo during his short time there if he had chosen to, uh, although he always referred to him as his FBI. So I don't know where he got that phrase, if, if they were so against him Everything by the says. time he got in. Well, that's, that's true. Yeah, he called it his Supreme Court about after he put some justices on it. So, All right, we'll take your comments on this topic, or Ron DeSantis, or Disney, or uh, uh, local topics. If you want to bring up something that's happening in our central Susquehanna Valley, feel free to do so. 570-743-9565 is the telephone number. 570-743-WKOK. You can email us at onthemark at WKOK.com and text us at 70236. Also got the debt ceiling negotiations underway. Uh, Some cuts in food stamps on the chopping block along with unspent COVID funds and energy permitting. So uh, let's talk about that. Our good friend Craig DeFazio is here. We'll have a continue our conversation shortly here on uh, WDK. Okay. Mm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I... Don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 630 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the... Out of auto repair. I shop at Giant because I always save more money. Like with Giant Choice Rewards. I get choice points for every dollar I spend. Plus, I earn extra points on the stuff I already buy. Then I redeem my points for even more dollars off at checkout. That's getting everything on my list and in my budget. Gotta love the Giant app. Giant, for today's table. Earn five times the choice points on our brand seafood items. Details online or in the app. 
I'm Rocky Moselle with StarRegistry.com. Since we were children, we've been told to reach for the stars. It was great advice. Now it's a great gift. Name a star after someone. For $54 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, we will name a star after someone very special to you and send an incredible personalized gift. The new star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Call the Star Registry, 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com for the hottest gift. From the very beginning, we're all about being connected. And year after year, through every stage of life, that need grows even stronger. Which is why Penn Teledata never stops improving our advanced fiber network. We connect the things that matter most. Businesses, schools, healthcare, governments, and of course, the people who make our community strong. This is technology with a purpose. Stay connected with Penn Teledata. The Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. The great Allah Abdel Nabi. It always helps when you can have a third, and it doesn't really matter who it is, just having a third helps. How well can they play in the quote unquote supporting role moving forward? I think goes a long way to how far the Sixers go. It doesn't have to happen all at the same time, but you've got to have the other guys step up. It's absolutely imperative. The Steve Jones Show, 3 to 5 weekdays on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Hi, everybody. Steve Jones, Jerry Dulac on the PGA Championship today, 3 to 5, News Radio 1070 WKOK. All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. One of our listeners heard uh, Stan say Hunter Biden's part of the problem, saying, Stan, who is Hunter Biden? Is he in the White House? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> I don't know. Well, he's certainly at... Uh, he visits a lot. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, I don't know where all this is going. Does but he work for the big guy or does the big guy work for him? Well, do we know that? Depends on who you ask. So, uh, Ron DeSantis getting in the presidential fray next week. Yeah. Uh, he's getting in at a time when his stock seems to be falling. But, uh, hey, you know, one one more indictment and maybe that'll be enough for Republicans. Maybe not. Who knows? You know, I, I don't know why people... I've t heard a couple people say that they're, they don't care for him or they don't like him. I'd like, I'd like to hear more perspective on that because I don't quite understand um, what it Ron is. Ron DeSantis. Well, yeah, and why... why they don't like him is it more of a uh is it because the, the 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 media has sort of pushed stories about him or is there something he's done or um something i'm just not aware of why why someone doesn't like him well i think part of it might be the anti-woke stuff you know what he says woke goes to florida to die or something mm -hmm. so of course so does half of florida's population but that's another topic <laughs> but um the uh, most of the things that he's campaigning against, people want. You know, That's abortion I mean. with some limit on the weeks. You know, mm -hmm. you know whether it's six, mm -hmm. eight, ten, twenty-four, like Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. uh, people want that uh, legalized pot, legalized in tax pot. If you so are interested in that sort of thing, they want that. You know, most people want that. Well, he calls that woke or mm -hmm. uh, black history that's taught with a, a rich historical perspective, and whether it's taught from the black perspective or a white perspective. You know that they they want both sides. Mm -hmm. So, you know, these things he calls woke, most people want. So mm -hmm. I think that's part of it. So I think he's just kind of viewed as being kind of a onerous leader kind of thing. At least with Trump, you know what you're getting. You know, mm -hmm. nobody's going to be surprised at what Trump does. Right, right. The things he says. It, it'll be interesting how the Republicans uh, manage both of these candidates, because I think 
it really comes down to the independence, right, in this country and who, uh, well, how many the women in the suburbs. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, but but ultimately it's like 49-49 and you end up with a, a number of independents and which way they sway oftentimes will, will sway the election. And I, I fear to some extent that uh, President Trump su- has such a strong personality and he's, he can be very verbally uh, abusive that that has turned people off even though I think some of his policies are fantastic and they did a lot for this country. And giving him a second shot, you would hope he'd go in there and, and have a better sense of how do I clean up the swamp? You know, who, who can I rely on? What do I need to do? So there's a, there's a part of me that wants to see him in there to be given the opportunity to, um, to clean things up a little bit more. Further, he, to clean further. things up further. He didn't have, I mean, he literally lost I would say two years of his presidency because of this Russia collusion and all the impeachment stuff that mm-hmm. you know mesmerized our country and the media for two years, and it turned out to be false. I think he lost two years of media time, but I don't think it slowed him down at all. Well, you know, he came in. He he wanted an infrastructure. Uh, he wanted you know, ch- change the tax code. He wanted to uh, um, uh, develop. Um, or redo our infrastructure in the United States mm-hmm. and put a plan together. And I thought he was on, on, on par to do that, and then just everything kind of fell apart. He lost the Secretary of State, Mike Flynn, like, you know, right at the beginning. And it's just, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, he was under a shadow, you know. He's been under, he was under a shadow since he, it, since he started. Right. Okay. People wanted to impeach him be- before he even got into office. Get some things done, though. Oh yeah. But he's not sure. a natural born negotiator or anything. I mean, he he negotiates with a club. And well, yeah, and, then lot, and he's been successful with that. So up you to know. now. Right. So it, it'll be interesting if he can sway, if he can continue to hold on to some of those independents. And Ron DeSantis, that's that's if he if he goes on a head-on fight with Trump, I don't think that's a winning strategy. Mm-mm. But I can't, I don't know what the well, strategy is. I think I just have to say, look, I'm a doer. I can get things done. Look what I did in Florida. Right. You know, you may not like what I did in Florida, but uh, I wanted to do right. them, and I did them. You know, I wanted to diss Disney and bring them down to size, and thanks to good, uh, good sound government from within Florida, I did it. You know, I don't agree with those statements, but, yeah, that's interesting because he's going to have to say, if he wants to beat Trump, he, he can't out-club Trump, you know, with his mouth or his remarks or name-calling. He's going to say, look, uh, this is what... What we need to do on the U.S.-Mexico border. This is what good government does. These are the folks in Congress with the purse strings that I'm going to work with. You know, please keep the House Republican mm-hmm. anyway. And if you want to flip the Senate, now's your chance to do so. Right. Um, right. So I think. Um, He's going to have to say, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a fabulous leader. I don't know how he's going to go up against Trump because, you know, his shtick is this anti-woke stuff, which I, I think will resonate, you know, with probably about a third of the country, but not half the country. So, um, so I guess uh, you know, part of this too is who they pick as their running mate, and that 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 could say a lot. That that could uh, really, really make a significant difference then in the way that each of these candidates are viewed, because, you know, you want. I, I would like to see uh, a really strong leader, but that has a little bit of a centrist approach because On you don't want to alienate... VP side. Yeah, yeah. So you don't want to, you don't want to alienate... Fifty percent of the country. We, you know, we've been doing that for so long. It's not working, right? It's. it's, it's well, I don't think President Trump or Biden's going to switch VPs. He's probably going to think it's the same ticket. No, it, he just wants to get in. You know. Yeah. He's so. Well, I think uh, Ron DeSantis is probably used. It, well, he says he's going after Disney as retribution for some of their stuff. I would never say that out loud, even if that's what I was doing. But he's, you know, he's proud of that. You know, I'm going after Disney. Well, you know, it, it comes down to uh, these some of these larger corporations 
um, uh, jumping into the, the cultural f- uh, and political fray. And I think when you they start doing that and start advertising That's what that you way, get. You, you know, you, you you run the risk of. Um, you run the risk of a lot of problems and alienating a lot of people when you do that. When you when you, when you take a when you take a side, or you take a strong side on on. Yeah, but big companies have taken positions on things forever. Well, maybe so, but now you have uh, the, the, you've got social media, which we didn't have years ago, where people can communicate on a dime about what they think about something, mm-hmm. and so people have so many more opinions. And when you throw when you throw a brand into that, I just don't I don't know how much of a winning strategy that is. You're mm-hmm. you're 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 just you're you're oftentimes just alienating people. Yeah, I get you. I, I think retribution's bad policy, though. Wh- whether it's against a, a company, a corporation that deserves it, a hundred percent. You know, they have an open. You know, they have a loud mouth when it comes to gays and other topics and inclusion and things like that, which incidentally most of the country wants. But anyway, uh, if you out- outwardly say as a governor, uh, in order to punish the open mic on one of our companies, I'm going to you know put them back down to size. Well, but, but you're also not sharing the other the other viewpoint of like what did Disney do and what did they do by their actions that caused him to to say that. Right. Oh yeah, they were definitely against his policies. Yeah, the the uh, don't say gay bill. They were very opposed to that. Right, right. Right. So, but isn't that a, some aren't you for free speech? <laughs> yes. Uh, well, but, but if you're but if you're an organization and you're trying to uh, maintain um, this self-governing status that Disney had, and then you're getting into the fray of politics and so forth, then you, you run the risk of, of losing, you know, that self-governing status. If you, if you participate in it, politics, you get... Correct. If you touch it, you get burned. You can't have it both ways. All right. We have uh, one caller that's probably going to take us up to the top of the hour. So we have talked so far about Ron DeSantis versus Disney and Ron DeSantis versus President Trump. So... He's got a lot, a lot of an uphill battle. It would no matter where he goes. Uh, Dale, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. I just think that we are all selfish opinions and thinking and feelings. I think it's time for an upgrade. Start putting chips in people's heads. I'm, I'm, you guys sound like broken records. You guys are way, way too old. It's time to upgrade the humanity. I think the Air Force has a good program going on. What do they That's have? Why, well, Jeffrey Epstein was pushing uh, the, the AI upgrade for humanity, and now Elon Musk took it over. So I just think that you guys are just destroying innovation. I just think it's time for upgrade. These guys talk about selfish worries and fears. It's crazy. Selfish I mean, guys, worries. Yeah. It, I mean, this younger generation's ready. And you guys are just holding it back. Anybody who speaks on television, radio, you guys don't talk about nothing good but selfish things. It's crazy. It's nuts. I mean, I think our younger generation is tired of you. I mean, really. <laughs> I, really. I think I you're mean, probably right. Yeah, yeah I, I'm really, I think it's time for putting chips in people's heads. I think that's what they're doing to ask her right now with all these younger children. So it's time. All, all they're doing is programming all the information and trying to to upgrade the brain. I so, got you. It's nothing to fear about. Nothing to fear about. It's just time. So it Listen is time. Listen to you guys. I, I want a chip. It's time to put chips in our heads. Yep. Sounds like the weekend to me. Potato chips? Yeah, Middlesworth is my favorite. Thank you, Dale. 
Thank you, Rob Center, for the first third of our program. Much appreciated. We've got two emails pending, so we'll read those on the radio when we come back. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here's your host for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence. Greetings. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. Craig DeFazio is directly across from me. He's a good conservative. Try to be. Okay. <laughs> Try to be. Big Trump supporter. No, you can't say that. <laughs> I like the guy's policies. That doesn't Just mean to I'm in love with everything he, he's about. Just no. wanted to see if your headphones okay, were working. Get me fired up. <laughs> All right. Are you going to be a DeSantis supporter if he starts to... You know what? I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I don't... Like, I, I like I like him. I like Trump. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I see you as an Asa Hutchinson kind of guy, but we'll see, we'll see how that goes. And... Um, Tim Scott's getting in next week. He, yeah. too, is supposed to announce either next week or the week after, so that all becomes official. All right. Well, welcome on board, everybody. We are talking sort of the national picture right now, but we have open phones. We can talk about anything you wish to locally or nationally. We talked about Ron DeSantis. I mentioned debt ceiling. Uh, we talked about Ron DeSantis versus Trump, Ron DeSantis versus Disney, and uh, weaponization of the Justice Department uh, is how we kind of started out, mm-hmm. and uh, House Republicans are going after that. They're fed up. I think we've always known that the Justice Department and the FBI have worked in on behalf of the president, but I think uh, President Trump might have brought it into greater light because they did not fall behind him. And of course, we know lots of folks within both departments, FBI and uh, their boss, the Justice Department, um, were anti-Trump. Yeah, if there's any one legacy that, that Trump has provided, it is the fact that he has raised awareness of what's going on in the government and the, the dysfunction. The swamp? The swamp. Yes. I mean, <laughs> and how the media is sort of tied in uh, with it. Uh, and I don't think before he ran, I don't I don't think many people were aware of the, the depth and, and how closely those uh, organizations work together. I call it the vortex. It's this yeah. giant sucking sound that removes yeah. the brain of people inside the beltways. Yeah. yeah. Harrisburg, too. Well, it also, yeah, but it also sucks all the money uh, uh, there oh, as well, you know? I mean, the rest of us are out here working uh, day in and day out for, uh, you know, um, trying to make an honest living, and it just seems like uh, the people that are in that, as you call, vortex, uh, are, are uh, using it uh, way to their advantage, to our disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Well, to be continued, folks, call in about this. This is, These are all uh, good topics of the day. Weaponizations of Justice Department versus uh, Republicans in Washington going after them. Uh, whistleblowers participating in some of this. Are they true whistleblowers? Uh, uh, we also talked about Ron DeSantis a little bit, and his two big enemies, Disney and Trump. If you have to take on people, you could start smaller, you know, Ron, but in any event, uh, that's his fate now. Uh, he's officially announcing next week on the 24th, according to the sources that are according to CBS. So uh, that's next Wednesday. So we'll hear about that. We do have some texts and emails, so participate on the mark. Sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free number now. Open 570-743-9565. You can Email us at onthemark at WKOK.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Some very brief news headlines here. Mum's the word at the Mifflinburg School District about
about who was arrested and charged and is no longer with the district. They said in a statement Thursday they were aware of the arrest. It was a staffer. They were not aware that anything had happened, including the arrest, until they were told so by the authorities. Uh, They don't say who the authorities are. The district said they're working with these authorities as they continue their investigation. District said this person's no longer in or has access to schools and does not appear to have done any illegal contact while at school. The identity of the employee unknown, no other details being disclosed there. I see why people are frustrated. They want to know what's going on. Their kids are involved, but it's not the district's responsibility to do news releases on right. crimes. It's up right. to state police or the feds or whoever it is. Right. So. And they have to be careful not to run afoul of the, the employee uh, employer right. laws. Right, right, right. So, all right. So to be continued there. Uh, this is National Women's Health Awareness Week, and a Geisinger educator says they've stepped up their conversation about postpartum depression. Alyssa Consini is a women's health quality and safety nurse, says uh, they're doing lots more ex- screening for postpartum depression pre and after. One of the things that really has evolved rapidly over the last probably three to five years has been our screening for postpartum depression and overall awareness and true acceptance of mental health challenges in pregnancy. You can hear lots more of her remarks on this topic at WKOK.com. COVID-19 cases in Pennsylvania and the Valley still going down. Uh, One number did tick up around here very slightly. Shemokin Hospital now has three COVID patients. That's up one more from the two last week. Geisinger Danville now has 10 patients. There were just eight last week in Evangelical Community Hospital. The same with three people with that dreaded uh, disease right now. Trib Live out in Western PA reporting that two labor organizations filed an antitrust complaint against UPMC with the U.S. Justice Department accusing the healthcare giant of using its market dominance to tamp down wages and trap workers in low-paying, unsafe conditions. I have to take a big breath for this one. In a 55-page complaint filed Thursday, SEIU Healthcare Pennsylvania and the Strategic Organizing Center contend that Pittsburgh-based UPMC used its position as the largest private employer in Pennsylvania to suppress workers' wages and benefits, drastically increase their workloads, and prevent workers from exiting or improving these working conditions through a draconian system of mobility restrictions and widespread labor law violations that lock in sub-competitive pay and working conditions. UPMC not commenting. You can see more about that at WKOK.com. Multiple sources tell CBS News that Florida Governor Ron DeSantis intends to file his papers next week to officially enter the 2024 presidential campaign. CBS News political director Finn Gomez says DeSantis' time may have come and gone. He'll be entering the contest lagging significantly behind the number one for that nomination, and that would be President Donald Trump. The latest average of national surveys shows that Trump has an average of, of a 36.1% lead over DeSantis. He has some ground to make up, but many insiders point to the start of his campaign as the real next chapter of this presidential race. The Walt, a meantime, another story here. The Walt Disney Company says it's scrapping plans to build a nearly $1 billion corporate campus in Central Florida that would have housed 2,000 people. That's according to an email sent to employees Thursday or 
Orange County, Florida, Mayor Jerry Demings is disappointed but says Disney's still committed to the area. The Disney Parks Chief Josh DeMaro says changing business conditions prompted Disney to reconsider its 2021 plan to relocate employees from California to Florida. Many employees had expressed unhappiness about making the move. Additionally, Disney's involved in an ongoing legal battle with, I guess who... Governor D. The Governor D. Yep. yep. All right. One other story. Uh, we talked a little bit about this. Car makers are interested in getting rid of AM radios from vehicles. With more car makers doing that to fight to save the signal, the fight to save the signal made its way to Congress. A bipartisan bill called the AM for Every Vehicle Act is making its way through the House and the Senate. The bill would mandate car owners inform buyers if their new cars don't have an AM radio. Lawmakers argue it's a safety issue, saying AM radio is priceless during large-scale emergencies. Amen to that. Yeah, right. Yeah, and that's something. It's not just uh, uh, Tesla. Ford made big news when they decided to do it, too. But no, a lot of the other car makers, too. And they say that you don't detect that there's no AM radio in there until you go to look at it. You look at the sticker. Of course, the sticker says everything they do have. Mm-hmm. But it does not say How are we going to listen to your show when I'm driving down the road? Uh, Odyssey. A-U-D-A. ACY Odyssey, Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, you oh, name it. Good. That was okay, a, just a commercial for you. I'm ready. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm uh, still concerned about this. Yeah, well, this is a big deal. It and is. It, it isn't just the AM radio broadcast. I mean, we still do flood coverage and emergency coverage mm-hmm. and road closures. And what uh, would ha- like if, if what's the logistics of that? Like, if that did disappear, how would people be notified then? Like during those uh, those emergencies. Times. Well, I think people would, the quick answer today would say, well, I use the internet for everything. I'll just go to WKOK.com and either listen to whatever they're broadcasting or listen. But, you know, you don't have a guarantee that the internet will stay up. Right. You know, we under most emergencies, we can stay on the air. we got a generator if we lose power, if all the roads are flooded around here. We're an island up here. Mm-hmm. If we flood up here. Uh, yeah, yeah. Then we're in trouble. It's Noah. You better get on Noah's boat, right. So, but, my dogs uh, with me. But, yeah, so we stay on the air. Uh, and and we've seen the numbers of people listening to us during emergencies still high. You know, when we have flooding and roads are closed, we still broadcast which roads are closed and mm-hmm. uh, the go-rounds, how to get around. We did that a lot, uh, let's see, in 2004 uh, when people were flooded or in maybe 2011. Uh, people would say, okay, well, Herndon Bypass is closed. How do you get around that? Well, you know, you go straight on 147 mm-hmm. and hang a left on 225 or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, so... So we still do all those kinds of things. So um, AM radio is still performing, uh, performing an important role. And uh, so um, at least for now, it's it's still pretty viable. A lot of AM sticks still really powerful. We just saw a, a station not all that far from here get sold for $12 million. Oh, so wow. AM radio still got a big, mm-hmm. um, you know, big Following, impact. Yep. Right. Yep. So, all right. Well, we would invite your comment about that uh, requiring ra- uh, stickers on the windows to say there is no AM radio in this car. So before you buy it, 570-743-9565, debt ceiling. They're talking about maybe some food stamp changes where able-bodied adults would have to work. Maybe you have an opinion about that. Um, Ron DeSantis, uh, 
he seems appealing to you, so we've kind of touched on that. Yeah, he does. And, and I'm, uh, you know, the polls are the polls, and I'm not sh- sure that um, those polls are going to be the same in, you know, another month from now after well, we start too this. Early, it's too years. early. Right, exactly, exactly. And, um, you know, there was a, a comment here uh, that came in on, on email, and it said that, you know, Trump, Trump campaigns really attract a lot of people at his events and things like that, where DeSantis doesn't. And uh, I do think that that is a barometer, but um, there's a lot of other people that don't go to those events that can sway the election. And, and I, I think you have to have somewhat of a centrist uh, perspective in order to, 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 to win. You've got to appeal. Can Ron fake that? I don't think he can. I don't think he needs to fake it. Look, he went to what? He went to Yale. He went to Harvard. He, he was among sort of the, the left. And you're at saying this schools. makes him middle class? I think it, no, it, it makes him. It may, he, he served in the military. Uh, I think it makes him uh, a very viable candidate and somebody who has seen the world from a bunch of different perspectives. And, no, he's quite viable. If it yeah. weren't for Trump, he'd be way out front. I, yeah, I agree. I totally agree. So, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. You know, it isn't early. And I said two years. It's only one year from the Pennsylvania spring primary next year on this topic. Two years till we swear in somebody Mm -hmm. as president. We have some folks that are interested in what we were talking about on the topic of Governor DeSantis. One of our good listeners says, listening to others, DeSantis gives a good speech, but still does not rally crowds the way Trump does. Trump has changed tactics of campaigning, especially among conservatives. That's a tough act to follow. Uh, Another listener says, so that's it for that topic. On the topic of uh, Vladimir Zelensky talking to the G7, v- Zelensky has guts going to the G7 meeting in Japan to beg for more money to keep his money laundering enterprise going. Uh, that, so, what do you? Wh- how do you feel about that? I mean, he, you know, it, it, he's truly getting a lot of lot of money going over there, mm-hmm. and uh, it has been said that Ukraine is one of the most corrupt uh, countries um, and has been. And and uh, I'm anti-Ukrainian war, so yeah, well, I'm, I, I I'm getting know. into it. I, I, just, I never thought we should be. Uh, I wouldn't have spent a dime there. Maybe some advisors or something. But we got a gazillion. If we spend every dollar that we're spending in Ukraine here, I'm sorry that the map in Europe is changing again. That's awful. Mm-hmm. I would hate to be those people. I'm sorry they have. There's so many refugees and so on. But to watch the borders in Europe switch back and forth and move over and left mm-hmm. and right. I mean, mm-hmm. you love history. This mm-hmm. is this has been an ongoing global mm-hmm. dilemma mm-hmm. since the beginning of time. So, yep. yep. Uh, so I yeah. And I'm, when there's a lot of money, there's a lot of corruption. And you know, well, we're apparently just, we're we're sh- sending a lot over, and there's a lot that's missing. Right? Isn't there billions of dollars that they can't account uh, for? Seems to be. Yeah. I'm not. I, I just heard that's a little bit about that today. Um, so that's happening. But um, yeah, one of our listeners when I called uh, Governor DeSantis, don't say gay bill. That's a so-called don't say gay bill. I forgot to say the so-called yeah one of our listeners quite sharply said again mark i've told you before flick yourself on the forehead there's no such thing as a don't say gay bill (laughs) thank you i know who that's from stan thank you yeah let's see another listener says mark sometimes you have to negotiate with a club remember teddy roosevelt speaks softly and carry a big stick doesn't work with dems trump speaks true all right Uh, another listener says oh an answer to the question who's hunter biden he says hunter biden is a 
criminal and a Biden administration is protecting him. That's who he is. Is that okay with the person that commented that uh, he's a criminal? He's under investigation. And another listener on the uh, Justice Department weaponization says the U.S. Justice Department has become weaponized. Wow, what a revelation. We've been saying this for quite a while now, but uh, we're but we were right wing wackos and conspiracy theorists. Then it's being discovered that it's true. But what's going to happen? Just like COVID, the vaccine in 2020 election, January 6th, et cetera, et cetera. Many questioned what we were being told, and they're labeled as crazy conspiracy theorists. Then over time, we find out, guess what? These conspiracy theories were actually true, but nothing happens about it. The problem is, we've been saying the media is broken. They no longer do actual reporting, but nothing happens about it. Uh, Let's see. uh, They no longer do actual reporting on news. They just stick to the narrative and Mm -hmm. spew out whatever they're told to. The media, along with many in the Justice Department, are just extensions of the left. So I won't hold my breath for things to change. That is absolutely true. I was was in a a hotel lobby yesterday, and um, the TV was on MSNBC, and every headline that came across was the opposite perspective of what every Republican, you know, thinks. Like, it, it, there was no reporting. It was just this constant flow of, of sort of junk coming across the the TV screen. So, there is no objectivity. Alright, 570-743-9565 is our telephone number. Call or call back. I missed a call there, but I'll grab it this time. Uh, let's see. Dan, you are on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Hey, good morning. Well, you were talking about AM radio, and I would really miss AM radio. I'm not on the Internet. I don't even have an iPhone. So I depend on AM a lot and appreciate the talk show you have here and Hold on on all the news. Hold on one second. Hold on, Dan. Hold on. Hold on. You are on the air next. Hold on. Okay, go ahead, Dan. Yeah, so I would miss it a lot, and and I don't. I think they ought to be required to put it in every automobile because there's emergency things along the road. You see, tuned to what was it six seven? I forget the frequency, but you tune to that frequency and you get emergency updates. So do you listen to AM radio? Do you listen to AM radio like really like all the time? Is it on in your home all the time? Most of the time. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, But uh, here's the interesting thing. Back I'm I'm in the age group when I was young every all the music was played on AM radio. Mm-hmm. You didn't ever tune to FM. Yeah, it might have been on your radio dial, but you never tuned it in. All your pop hits, everything was on AM. Mm-hmm. You know, and the first I listened to FM is when the radio station in Danville, the nonprofit station, come on up there. Then I started to listen to FM more. Mm-hmm. They still have an AM outlet though up there at Danville. Mm-hmm. But that, but I realized today everything changed mm-hmm. to FM. Mm-hmm. But uh, I couldn't agree with you more about President Trump. And I, my personal opinion is 
if I if I had anything to say, I think they should give Trump eight more years because <laughs> he never was treated right mm-hmm. in the first four years. Mm-hmm. He couldn't. He got a lot done. He had a lot of accomplishments, which I dearly appreciated. But he never got a honeymoon. The press was on him from the get-go, even before he got going. Yes, they, they were. were on him, and he never got a breathing minute. Mm-hmm. And he was the hardest working president we ever had. He worked till midnight, got up early in the morning, and he worked the whole day through trying mm-hmm. to get things done. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, one of the things I remember uh, early on is that his daughter, uh, uh, Ivanka, uh, had a brand of shoes that she sold in Nordstrom or, or something to that, like clothing line. And uh, the media was up in arms about her stepping away from the company <laughs> because of the influence and, and using um, her her position in, in the White House and in his administration and making money on the side. And every... Every media outlet seemed to be totally against her being able to do that. And yet on the other side, you've got Hunter Biden doing all these deals behind the scenes, and you just don't well, hear about it. Well, this is a different scale. Hunter's being investigated for millions of dollars in influence peddling. Yeah, but the media the media doesn't cover it, and they're not up in arms over it. Just just sort of now, a couple media outlets. Not a bit. You know, it's a whole double standard. Yep. And if the if it was flipped around, how would the other side like it if if we if they got treated like Trump got treated, and how would they like that? You know, they have to think. Who knows? I don't think it'll happen. But this whole situation could switch around where they would be the ones that were being treated like a second-rate entity, you know, then what would happen? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, to be honest with you, somebody at some point has to stop it, right? You can't keep going back and forth tit for tat because it affects affects us, the people that are out here away from Washington. It affects, um, you know, the resources that we get and the attention we get from our politicians. So somebody has to be the bigger adult in the room and say, look, we're going to bring this to an end, but we have to do it the right way. And I do think, um, you know, I do think the, the ability of Congress to control the purse of some of these agencies uh, to uh, to take money away from them because they're not acting appropriately, and and to get some of the people who've been in politics just get them out, get new new air in there. You know, um, the, these people, you know, they, they they're just they know each other, they know each other's families, they're they're they go back so many years in history, and it it doesn't bode well, I think, for new ideas, um, being able to have new relationships uh, for. Uh, and, and maintaining the strength that we need as a, as a country. All right. Amen. All right, we You're got right. you, Dan. You know, it's like I told Mark, I know he'll remember me, me saying this a dozen times or more. Back, you know, back in, when I was younger in the 50s and 60s, yeah, the, demo, the, the media was just slightly biased, a little bit. They had, they were slightly, but by the time President Obama came in as president, they were in bed with the Democrats, the media, 
and they became married and consummated their marriage. Yuck. They're all one big happy family. All right, on that. That's we'll... how I look at it. <laughs> Agreed. On that, we got to hit the road. Okay. But thank you, Dan. All right, Thanks, guys. Dan. Have a great day. Great talking with you, Craig. You too. Doing a great job. Thanks. Have a great weekend. Yeah, thank you. All right. Thank you, Dan. All right. We'll take a quickie break. We've got two callers standing by. We will be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15. In Hummel's Wharf. Thirty years of misspent time. I can, I can run the controls. <laughs> Thank you. I think that was a compliment. Right? I, that was a, definitely right. a compliment. All right. I know how to fix the controls here. Pretty Always. satisfactory. Great job. All right. Five seven zero seven four three nine five six five. Email us at on the market Text us at seven zero two three six. We'd love to hear from you. And today we got three callers waiting. So uh, one of our good listeners will read this email and then we'll go right back to the callers. It says, "By the way, why do you still report in the COVID cases? It's over. Nobody cares." <laughs> And if you're not going to continue reporting them, you should also report vaccine injuries and deaths. Mm. Oh, but that's right. That's another conspiracy theory, mm. says Doug. Yes, thank you, sir. Much appreciated. Good, good, good email. Mm-hmm. We'll, take, we'll take more just like them at onthemarket.wkok.com. Uh, Lance, thank you for patience. Go right ahead. Like I said, I just uh, put on the uh, speakerphone and we're okay. But anyway, uh, insofar as the AM radios are concerned... I believe the concern is the electronic equipment that it takes to cancel out the interference to it. And I say it for this reason. I have a 21 Honda, and uh, up till now, I could, uh, you know, go past my... I always have a radio plugged in my ear, just about always. It's an old Walkman, works great. Did well, you say? Did like you just it, say Walkman? <laughs> I haven't heard that term in, in, in 10 years. Well, they still exist. I believe I got this one in 89, I think. Wow. Holy smokes. I remember the first one I got, but go ahead. All right. Well, uh, it will really make a buzz, and mm-hmm. you can't uh, get like AM on that. And also, with the um, XM, up till now, I've had a half a dozen of these cars so far in my life, and I've always taken the XM antenna and just stuck her right in the middle of the front dash, you know, with a little Velcro. We were good to go. It won't work this time. So I had to put it on the rear deck. Mm-hmm. It's got to be the electronical equipment. Now, with all the um, electronic stuff that's on everything, my new washing machine, right? will make a buzz in the radio when it's not even running. So uh, that's uh, got a lot to do with it. It probably costs quite a bit, you know, to uh, cancel out the interference. 
All right. So, it's my idea. Okay. Also, as we think of the FBI and all the other bureaus, I memorized this back when we were talking about the ATF and the DEA. And uh, it was uh, T.J. and company. And it was Thomas Jefferson who said this. It was so good I committed it to memory. It said that the concentration of all powers, legislative, judicial, and executive, in the same hands, be it by heredity, like a king, self-imposed, like a dictator, or elective, in the case of a representative democracy, may justly be proclaimed the very definition of tyranny. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, That's what we've done. I, yeah, I, you're right. We're approaching that. Do we have tyranny in Washington? Yeah, I mean, uh, when we concentrate all the powers mm-hmm. in the same hands, like a judge, jury, executioner, mm-hmm. we're doing. And Jefferson saw it all those years ago. You know, think about the wisdom that those guys had back in the day uh, in forward yeah. thinking about some of this stuff. You know, and uh, it, it, to me, it's remarkable. They really were intelligent and informed, and it must have been exactly that way in England at the time. You know, uh, so uh, th- you know, th- again, the answer. Th- you, you, we only have so many answers to it, right? You can't just come in and take out the FBI and just dismantle it over overnight, right, if you if it is found to be, in fact, uh, corrupted. They do a lot of good work, and I'm sure they're involved in a lot of really uh, uh, investigations that are that are preventing a lot of really bad things that are happening around the world. Um, so... But politica- but, politicization and yeah, weaponization, and that, not good. Right, right. It's misdirected. And, I, you know... Um, Controlling the purse strings, I think, is, is definitely one way to do it. It's going to take time, and it's going to take uh, really strong leadership to, to make change, especially in the swamp. So, you know, think yeah. about that when we're when you're going to vote. You know, next next vote comes up. All right, we you got, got you. All right, thank you, sir. Thanks for calling in. You bet. Much appreciated. All right, uh, last caller before a quickie break. Audrey, thank you for waiting. You have an open mic. You're on the mark. <laughs> You haven't heard from me in a while. I think you need me. We do. We have always <laughs> needed you, and we always will. <laughs> I was This is the first chance I got to listen in quite a while, and I was got caught by DeSantis and what you were saying about him. And what gets me about him and Trump, but I'm not getting into Trump, is they're running a culture war. I don't hear any policy. Uh, I think this all, the Trump DeSantis, all came out of Obama. And when uh, he wanted the, anybody to use whatever bathroom in the schools and this and that. And I'm an older woman. I'm pushing retirement age. I remember don't ask, don't tell. And everything moved so fast then that I think a lot of us in my age group went into sort of a culture shock. Mm-hmm. And this is a pushback against that. And that's what bothers me about DeSantis. It, to him, what I'm picking up is it's mainly talking culture war. Well, I'm older, and I have nieces and nephews and great nieces and nephews. And the things that my generation finds so outrageous and so offensive, they think is natural. And I think our time is ending, and we really ought to show a little grace. I'm a 100% straight white American 
And yes, I remember when everybody was the same way or they were ostracized. And I remember before the transgender out of the closet, how many of them were murdered. And frankly, I don't like to see this sort of thing, but it's not my future. And the younger generation do not have a problem with it. And if these Republicans want to get my vote back, they've got to get out of the culture war. I'm not saying that they can't have their opinions on it. And let's hear some policy that makes sense. Well, and, and I that's think, what I got to say. Well, and I think you're going to hear that from Ron DeSantis coming up after he announces, and he's not just the Florida governor visiting places and visiting Iowa for whatever reason uh, and picking and up sticking awards. sticking our nose into our politics. Well, and I think then you're going to start to hear about you know, and how he'll stand on various issues and, and how he'll stand. You know, it's one thing to say that you're 100% anti-abortion. You don't want anybody to have an abortion at all whatsoever, ever. But it's different when you're trying to lead a country where half the people say, well, some limitation is okay. So we'll see what his policies well, yeah. are. See what I'm not saying that all those policies, but if you look at his record with his fight with Disney, which is losing that state money, and buffing immigrants, where is their policy to have the immigrants, the flying immigrants in Texas and Florida, you know, without any warning? Where are their policy ideas on how to handle their problem? Not that there isn't a bad problem. There is a problem. But instead of these childish showings of pip, why can't they come up with some good, solid ideas to bring in front of the government? Instead of, you know, it's all this, it's all this big acting, it's this rabble-rousing, which Trump started. But I, I just, I would never vote for this. What I have seen of DeSantis so far, he just seems like he's acting like he's coming out of middle school. Audrey, are you... He seems immature. Can I, can I ask you a couple questions? Yeah, uh, so sure. So, are, are you, would you... Uh, describe yourself as maybe like an independent or yes, okay. yes. I was an independent, but I voted for I voted for Hillary Clinton against Obama and switched to Democrat, and I haven't switched back. Yeah, so so because I can't uh, vote in the primary being an independent. Right. So the the reason why I ask that is because I do think that y- you and the group of people that are in the independent area are really the ones who play a vital role in in selecting you know who the next president will be, but. But I, but I also want to sort of address a couple things. Like you, there is there is a culture war going on, and I realize that you're saying that you're 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 in maybe retirement or you're you're you know it's not really up I'm to you. Older, I, re- I understand where the culture war is coming from. I just think it's a waste of everybody's time because our time is running out. Well, but, you know, the president is older than you, and he's a part of it. Right, he's a part. His administration is is a part of it, so he's older than you. So it's important. <laughs> what is he doing to fight against uh, transsexual, bisexual, different colors? I realize the white garbage man was better than the black uh, doctor for many years, and that's just not true anymore. Well, you know, our culture has been the, this white. I, I think where, where, where I'm going, where, I, where I'm going with sort of my my commentary is that there has to be some standards in this world, in the in the world in which we live in the United States. And when you open up the borders, and you just if you just it, it, like if I take it down to just my family, and I let my kids and, and everybody in my family do whatever they want, whenever they want, just because I want them to like me or I want their vote, 
that doesn't create a very good environment for everybody. There has to be so some. So the kind government of, should be raising your children. No, no, no. What I'm I'm just using that as sort of a as as a um, as an uh, illustration. Yeah, an illustration of what I mean by the larger government. You know, there has to be some controls. There has to be like you can't just allow open borders and let everybody come in. Well, whenever. actually, didn't uh, didn't Biden just put out something that stopped them coming across the border? That he's actually put out what that you have to get your uh, legal. Yeah, amnesty or whatever you have to, to, you have to have, get thrown out. Yeah, you have to. It was because of a, what was a Title Forty Two. Strong, I have nothing against good strong border security. I don't, and I don't think most Americans do. I agree. It's that you know taking taking people out of another state and busing them and flying them and dropping them, you know, on an island. <laughs> Child. Okay. Child. All right, we got to hit the road. I got to stop you there. Thank I got to go. Yeah, First thank you so much, Audrey. Thanks for thanks for Take calling care. in. Bye-bye. All right, we promised break. We'll do that, and then it's Harry. We'll be right back. I'm still stuck on building up buttercup. <laughs> One of our emailers sends us a note says that 30 percent of people commenting on this show are really fired up with their far-right MAGA nonsense. Do you realize how stupid you sound to the 70%? You clowns are the minority on all major issues. And I they, guess the minorities are like they have it in caps, all caps, too. So Okay. Oh, oh, you, are, you are the minority on all major issues. I guess it's a case of build me up buttercup, which we've the illustration means that Republicans or these conservative callers want just want to hear themselves so they can hear good things. I, we think that's what he means by that. But um, still doing analysis is going to take a while. Harry, thank you so much for your patience. You must be on a long drive if you're still with us, so thank you for waiting. <laughs> now, actually, I go, I go in this afternoon, but I, I called originally, my first thought was about the weaponization of the FBI, which, you know, when you see them uh, coming to homes of people who are, uh, who just speak up at, at uh, uh, school board meetings just asking questions being treated as as domestic terrorists and pro-life people having uh, FBI agents come to their house. Um, that, that smacks of militarization to me. But anyway, your previous caller changed my mind on, on that. And then the emailer that you just read, um, I, I'm not a uh, registered Republican. I'm not a MAGA, although I do think there's a lot of things about MAGA that I do like. Um, the other thing is... Uh, I've had uh, worse things said about me by better people, I guess. But anyway, uh, um, <laughs> I think the, the previous the previous caller was right. There is definitely a culture war. The problem with her viewpoint, though, is as long and and it's it's common on both sides right now because you cannot, unless you are extreme, you cannot be taken seriously in politics or in anything anymore, but especially politics and. We have taken, uh, there is no chance for anybody with a common sense, middle of the road, willing to listen and talk to everybody and get all opinions to ever be elected again because we won't, they won't get any, any traction. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very sad. I mean, you think about it, somebody like John F. Kennedy, who was very much a centrist and, and was more about what was American, he couldn't even get a sniff of a nomination right now. I mean, it would be impossible. What her point was, was as long as you agree that everything is okay, no matter what it does 
to others or for others or against others. It's fine just because you want to do it. That's not true. It's never been true, and it never will be true. All right. Uh, anything else to add, sir? Well, well, I think it's it's about time that having family values or or religious values is not treated as being an extreme racist, uh, misogynist, anti-something. I, I, I don't understand how how true family values, not using it for political points, but true family values has become such an evil thing. I, I'm Maybe it's just that I'm old. I mean, when I was in school, we didn't even have history. So maybe it's that. I don't know. But, <laughs> but I just don't know how it became evil. And, and that's the culture war. And not what she's talking about, but that's the culture war. People not having any respect for for life or for for other people that's the culture war all right we got you all right well thank you so much sir thanks for calling in yeah appreciate that thank you sir much appreciate all right on the market is brought to you by the sunbury motor company it's a family-owned dealership since 1915 fourth street sunbury and routes 11 and 15 homo's wharf that's the kia dealership over there they have tellurides that are coming in from time to time one of the top 10 vehicles in the usa and believe me there's probably what 170 vehicles out there you can buy uh, if you go various places and shop various ways and guess what kia top 10 says consumer reports a fantastic service great vehicle wonderful car and they got a ton of great Great Kias over there, or Hyundai's, or Ford's at the Sunbury Motor Company. They also got the Quick Lane on North Fourth Street in Sunbury. They got the Quick Fix Up Shop, the Body Shop, the Alignment Shop, the Car Wash Shop. Uh, let's see, the Paint Shop, and uh, they do it all. Yeah, they do it all. Thank you. And they would just love to super serve you at the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at SunburyMotors.com. All right, we got two callers. They're going to help us wrap up the show. We will be right back. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 630 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the mm. out of auto repair. All right. A lot to do in a short time. Chris, go right ahead. You can have about three, four minutes. Go ahead. I was waiting for the music to go down. There you go. Yeah, it seems like it's a right-wing fantasy show today. (laughs) Eddie, name is Conspiracy. You'll get an agreement on it. (laughs) What conspiracy? Oh, all sorts of things. Uh, Well, the COVID uh, email was one. I got no criticism at all. But... uh, more importantly, the weaponization of the government, of the FBI, that's been, the FBI has always been a conservative operation. It was founded that way. It acted that way 
all its life, and it's and it's probably less weaponized now than it has been during most of its history. Can you explain that? <laughs> well, they, they you had uh, you had uh, the guy who created it, Hoover, blackmailing politicians. You had that doesn't, make, uh, that doesn't make it right. You had him working against left wing causes. You had him uh, working against the black movement. So you're you had saying working against Martin Luther King. So you're saying conservatives are upset and now. Now you have to say, oh, it's a weapon. It's being weaponized. My God, it, it was born in weaponization. Except during the Trump administration, it's probably been less so in a lot of ways than it used to be. And the Justice Department, Trump used that as a weapon all the time, and he used it as a self-defense mechanism. And he pardoned people who would, could testify against him, and he refused to let others testify. And he actually pardoned people who could testify against him. I mean, what? The power. The pow I think you guys are in a fantasy world. The power of pardoning, though, isn't the FBI or the Department of Justice. It's the power of the pardon with the president. That's true. I was adding that in as another thing that uh, uh, Trump used, weaponized the, the government much more than, than probably anybody before him. Well, you know, the, the, the fact that um, there is this corruption, needs to, we need to get it out, right? Whether it's what Republicans corruption? or... What corruption? The, Tell me the corruption. The, the fact that, well... If you have, you've got a couple whistleblowers that just came forward, right? I don't work for the FBI. Oh, hold it, hold it. They weren't whistleblowers, baby. <laughs> okay. Whistleblowers have a governmental definition, and they did not qualify as weapons whistleblowers. You can call them whistleblowers in a non-meaningful way, and as they say negative things about the FBI. Chris, 30 but more seconds. i got to get one more they call. They were disgruntled employees. They did do things that were illegal, a couple of them, to get their punishment, to get their discharge, to get pay suspended. All right. We've got to hit the road. And, Perfect and stepping off. They, FBI's always protected itself in that way. It has a history of doing that, too, that is even much stronger than what they got. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Chris. Always appreciate it. Call earlier Monday because you got a lot more. Well, I didn't interrupt. i got, I got to get Al on. Go ahead, Al. Go ahead. What can I uh, go on speaker? Thank you. Uh, I call. I wrote something down here, and I think our forefathers... I'm not going to read it because you're not supposed to, but I think our forefathers knew about history because they were living it with King George. Mm -hmm. And uh, they decided that they did not want to do that anymore and did want the kings done moving in their houses, taking over the businesses, and harassing them all the time. Like, Thir you, you know, 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. And uh, so they risked their life, started a revolution, wrote the Constitution, and we ought to follow that. Because when good men stand by and do nothing, evil will prevail. Amen to that. And hence, it's the Soviet States of America right now that we're heading. <laughs> okay. All right. We Bye. got you, Al. Thank you so Thanks, much Al. for calling in. Thank you, Chris. Thank you.
Dan and Dennis and Bob and Steve and Rob are and Harry and Craig DeFazio. Thank you for having me. Gave today. up uh, a couple hours of his busy time. I, I and I I do not live in a fantasy world. I realize uh, I realize Chris thinks I this do, but is WKOK Sunbury. <laughs>